1: They came to see Jeremy Lin. What they saw were a lot of turnovers. The Knicks only leading by five now, 56-51, as we're closing in on the second half here at the Garden between the Celtics and the Knicks. But there are so many worldwide famous celebrities here today, and obviously Mike Tarico is doing a game for ABC. Whenever Hubie Brown is here, it's always a lot of fun, a lot of national people in town. But when I saw Mark Stein, I said, we, we have got to have a conversation with Mark Stein because, first of all how do we miss you in Dallas? How is that even possible? You own that building. You I are everything don't know. I
0: saw you from afar... And every
1: time I looked up, you were in deep, deep thought. That wasn't deep thought. Chloe was sitting right behind Distracting me. Distracting you? As as is the case. Uh, all right, we're talking about uh, the German the limb phenomenon and, and the Celtics and the trade deadline, everything coming up here. But if you didn't get a chance to see it, uh, check out Mark's piece on, on the Will Chamberlain 100 point game that happened over the weekend. There were. Whenever a story, even years later, there's, you always learn something new that you didn't know about it before. Of all the different things of his day of game travel, all the stuff he did, what did you not know about the 100-point game that you found out about on this round?
0: You know, I'd ne- I-, I never really knew that the rims at Hershey Arena were known to be that soft, uh, Al Addles who I spoke to, one of Wilt's teammates that day, still an executive with the Golden State Warriors, said they were like sewers. So, you know, Wilt shot 28 for 32 from the line that day. If that doesn't happen, he doesn't get to 100. So, uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know the extent of that. And then the whole, uh, the whole story about uh, that, that Al tells that. Uh, Wilt drove from New York with two members of the Knicks because he was living in New York. That's the way they did it back then. I never do that. He lived in New York all season. Drove to Philly for games and practices. But drove to drove to Hershey with two teammates for that game. And they didn't have a hotel to stay in because on those shorter trips in those days, teams would travel up and down day of game. So Wilt went to a rifle arcade awesome. and uh, was so hot on the rifle, was bragging to his teammates about how hot he was. And that. That is how Al Adel said he knew Wilt was in for a big, big night.
1: And check out the special on NBA TV, by the way, if you haven't seen it. They did a, a remarkable job with it, including Harvey Pollock, the longtime statistician, PR, do it everything guy with the Sixers, 90 years old now who can recall it like it was yesterday. Um, everyone here is, it's been a crazy week. It's its crazy season with the trade deadline coming up. But for the first time in years, the Celtics are very much in play from an outsider standpoint, from a national standpoint, looking in, what is your gut feeling as to what happens with the Celtics? Not in the offseason, because we know what's happening in the offseason. What's going to happen in the next two weeks? Maybe I'm gullible,
0: but I tend to think it's more likely they don't make a move, because uh, with Garnett's contract expiring, with Ray's contract expiring, they're going to have to get something really special to move one of those guys, because the Celtics have waited all this time to have financial flexibility. If they just let those contracts drop off, financial flexibility you see this in dallas mark cuba didn't bring back any free agent from the team that just won the championship because he wanted financial flexibility that much so i tend to think unless there's a home run deal that involves rondo something danny really likes where they get back a player they really think they can build around someone better to build around than rondo i don't think they're gonna make a move
1: this is gonna be this is gonna be league-wide isn't it Where the, the expiring contracts don't have the same trade value that they seem to have a few years ago. Well, if the trend catches on that, that Cuban has kind of started here,
0: you know, you're seeing the same thing in Orlando. There's this school of thought now that we think, guys, teams have to get something before they lose their free agent for nothing. You see Orlando, sounds like they're willing to keep Dwight Howard and take the risk of losing him for nothing. They'd rather have cap space to go forward if they lose Dwight Howard. Is that conceivable? In the old collective bargaining agreement, you would have said no, but it really seems like teams are taking that approach now.
1: Miami's here.
0: I would just say Miami against the field. You bet Miami against the field right now, but uh, they've shown enough crunch time frailty that I-, I think the jury is still out to some degree.
1: Mark Stein, give everybody the uh, the Twitter address real quick. ESPN Steinlines. How has that? It's changed all of our oh, lives, man. and you know, you more. I think all of us some were some leaped into it, some of us leaped into it, and the rest of us were dragged in, kicking and screaming. But I almost, I individual, I can't remember now before it.
0: I think the positive far outweigh the negatives. I Obviously, do. there are some things that aren't great about it. Uh, there's a little bit of a rush to be first and things get kind of rumors get spread and thrown around that you know uh maybe maybe aren't as checked out as well as they should be but hey it's the fastest and first way to get news i think we all use it to keep up that's the way we all keep up first
1: i always think of it it's a new car and we're all 16 we're gonna smash this thing up a (laughs) little bit before we figure it out mark stein thanks for coming to hang out with us we're gonna do this a longer form another time anytime you want thanks for having me